Welcome to Must Have Coffee, Finding the Ground Within. And we are not just talking about coffee. This is Sonia Ong. And I am Alana Marie. This is our friendly podcast designed to awake, energize, and uplift your everyday life. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Must Have Coffee. My name is Alana Marie. Unfortunately, my co-host Sonia is feeling under the weather. So today, it's just going to be me. So what are we going to talk about today? Well, I want to talk about something that actually just happened to me last night. And um, with that, I rediscovered there are three magic words that can change your life around. Did you know that that there are three words that can always change your life around? I wonder if you know what it is. Well, the thing is, it's a trick question because every word is different for each person. Um, A lot of people might think it's, I love you. Well, I love you is a very powerful uh, meaning in words. It is not what I am talking about. So I'm just going to tell you what happened and what's been going on. Uh, For any of you who have been following Must Have Coffee, um, in the previous podcasts, we were talking about what our focus is for the year. And with this new format of how Sonia and I are podcasting, we are just focusing on those two words that mean something to us and how we're going to translate it into our life for this full year. Well, my words are vulnerability and holistic balance. Vulnerability is a very powerful word to me. It means so much because a lot of people, when you think of the word vulnerable, you think of weakness. But really, our strength is through vulnerability and being open and feeling okay to be open. And given this last year, podcasting is something that is new to me. And it is uncomfortable talking about what is going on in my life um, and what is currently happening in my life. And if anybody has been following the last two, I've been talking about changes in my relationship with my husband along with my children. And right now, I am in a huge transition with my husband and I. And it is a really vulnerable place to be and talk about. Well, one of our things is in our relationship is we always try to keep an open communication. And that is something that I value. Communication is very important in relationships. We have been together for 14 years. And with that time, I noticed that somehow my husband and I went off track and we are no longer on the same page of how we want to manage our life. And from everything we are, it seems like we are at this different point of trying to understand. And the wonderful thing is my husband's a great guy. He is very, he's very intelligent at the same time, very male-like in the way that 
he believes you you get work done and he's happy if there's food on the table, he's sleeping, his kids are there and talking isn't really his format. That's mine. I love to talk. I love to read. I love to try a whole bunch of different things. I love to talk and work with students. I love working with people. And that is not my husband. And now it's biting me in the butt because for some reason, I don't know how this happened, but I don't even know how we got to this point, to be honest. Has anybody ever been in a relationship for a long time where you've woken up and you really don't know your partner anymore? It's, it's scary. And what we're trying to do is we're trying to create a reset. And I take it a lot more seriously than he does. <laughs> um, it's just, it's something that's important to me because in the next 10 years, I look to the future. I look to where we're going. And I want to make sure that even though I can't control what our future looks like, I can live in the present and make things better. So then we actually have a future, right? Well, anyways, on to last night, um, my husband and I got into a discussion. The discussion actually is an argument. And um, we were talking about um, the little things, like about planning and what we're going to be doing in the next three months. And they were really, they were really important planning within a relationship, you know, talking about finances and revisiting certain areas and well my husband fell asleep (laughs) as we were talking so we got into it and the thing is is that what was hard is that my husband and I aren't the type to fight we have probably fought last 14 years less than 10 times actual yelling and what is definitely it's scary is well it feels scary is that maybe we weren't fighting because we were just doing our own thing and in the last four months it has we've probably been in at least four fights and so that's that's about 40 percent in the last 40 percent of our fights have been recent versus the last 14 years so it's just you know, we're really good at discussing things, but last night it was a fight. We were, he was discussing how he um, is too tired to talk. And I came at him with, by saying, well, you're saying you're too tired to do anything and you're only willing to go to work and then fall asleep. You're not leaving any time for us to be able to be together and for us to plan and discuss what's going on and what happened was I was feeling so much fear and anger the thing was is that over the years I have learned that speaking out of fear and anger is never the option. It's never something that you're going to have a positive outcome when you speak out of fear and anger. The reason why is because that's a reaction, a reaction from certain actions. And when you focus on just a reaction, you're going to get 
the, the equal and opposite reaction again. So you want to learn how to be able to stop that. And even though I was thinking all of these thoughts, I wasn't voicing them. Because for one, I, I, I don't want to say something that's going to hurt him. And I don't mean. I, I try to be as deliberate as possible in this commu- communication between him and I. Well, as like he went, he fell asleep again. And I was just doing, thinking about, well, this is, is this the person I want to be with? Is, is, is our trajectory somewhere I want to go? And I was just allowing my thoughts to go because that's important is to actually allow your thoughts and your feelings to be heard, even if they aren't in your head, <laughs> you know, and to fully go through it. And what was a really great insight that came in was are you being the partner that he needs and i was complaining but at the same time is when i heard that i thought about it and it was how do i say this well at what am i being the partner he deserves and he needs. The thing is, is like, even me saying, does he deserve me to be this partner? That is in some kind of a way, a punishment. Like when you say someone, this person deserves this, it's never to the highest and best for anyone, including yourself. When we cast judgments of what a person deserves, it is not, it's not something where you're actually going to ever get a clear idea of, and you're, you're putting a limit on a person's growth. You're putting a limit on your own growth and you always have to look inward. And when I heard that, I first was like, well, he's getting exactly what he deserves. And for anybody who knows, like who's been following me podcasts, I have, I've named my alter ego, uh, her name is Viola, and she's the one that speaks to me and is kind of a bit of a <laughs> and is just complaining. And so I knew Viola was talking. And so I told her to shut up. And then I really thought about it. And the only answer that I can say is, what can I do in this moment so he knows that he is seen and I'm not putting him down? And... I learned this practice years ago when I was going through a lot of changes um, and I just reapplied it. And in that moment, I thought about what are three positive insights that I can notice about my husband? You know, I mean, it would be so easy for me to say, well, he's not making time for me. He doesn't care about my needs. He, um, he, he's stubborn and he doesn't care about what's going on in my life. That is like, that is easy, right? That is easy. So I really thought about it in that moment. And what came was, well, Jason's supportive. Even though I was yelling at him, he woke up, (laughs) you know, he's just tired. He was just tired. He's supportive. And supportive of our family. 
And even though we don't agree on a lot of um, different types of lifestyles and everything else, I still enjoy him and he's intelligent. And the next one is that he's loving. And with that, I woke him up and I told him, Jason, you are supporting. You're very supportive and I appreciate everything that you do. You are incredibly loving and you are intelligent. And even though I don't understand you, a lot of the times I do value your thoughts. And with that, complete energy changed. And from that moment, those three words is a clear insight of what he is and giving him that moment to be able to receive love. But also, it gives myself that ability to be able to feel loved. Because love is unlimited. But when we start putting this idea and barrier over what is allowed and what, how we're going to love somebody, uh, especially when we're frustrated, and especially if they th you think they deserve something, that is limiting. So when you can figure out and you can look at your partner and give them three words, it's also a mirror because you're seeing that within yourself. So what you, what you give, you automatically receive. With these three words, whatever words you are um, and whatever words you're feeling and when you look at somebody, it needs to come from an open, honest, and loving place that has no conditions on it. It has to be unconditional with your words because words can be anything, but when you put restrictions, it no longer has as much power. Anyways, so with that, I gave him his words and he didn't disappreciate it. He went above and beyond and came back and he noticed what I was doing. And he said, I'm, I'm amazing. I'm loving and I care for what's best for our family. And I've always put what's best for our family. And that changed everything. That changed everything in that moment. And when we went to bed, we were no longer frustrated, angry, but it came back to this feeling within my soul of what can you give? What are you doing? And when I thought about his words and the, what I came, what, what I felt and what I noticed at that moment after it came back and he gave it back to me, I really was able to give myself three words. For one, my three words that night was I'm highly creative. And no matter what, even when I'm feeling incredibly low or a very low point, I always use my creativity to move forward. The next one is um, I'm loving. And no matter what, um, even if I'm being a brat, it's always out of love. <laughs> it's always out of love. And then the, the last one that I was feeling at that moment was um, entrepreneurial and more of a push and a spirit to lead 
And all of those things was able, I was able to not just embody in that moment, but I was able to give myself that peace. And I was able to give myself that point of what I need to do. And it gave clarity of everything is going to be all right. And this is just a moment, but I'm doing my best. And that's the most that anybody can do is you can do your best and everyone is doing their best, but doing it in a clear and deliberate way is so important. Well, anyways, that uh, this morning I woke up and I gave my children three words before they went out the door. And I realized that if people just start creating and looking at others in a clear and open way and being able to see the positive aspects of them, or even, even if you're triggered or someone that you don't like or someone that gives you a lot of pain, if you're able to look and see within them that positive and full, natural, loving word that embodies them, you are already changing the energy. You're changing the energy around yourself. You're changing them. Because we all need to be seen. Every person, that's what everyone wants. Everyone wants to feel like they're seen. They want to feel like they're understood. Not seen in a spectacle that, you know, you're in fancy clothes and everything else. No, they want their soul to be seen. And for them to be acknowledged. And what I would like to challenge all of you to, for the next 30 days, anybody that is causing issues in your life or you feel stuck, start with three words. And every morning, give yourself three words. But if you're in a relationship and you have children, give them those three words and acknowledge them. It only takes a minute to do this. It takes a minute to be able to think and look at this. And if you start doing that, your energy is going to change. Your fitness level is going to change. Your mindset is going to change. And you're putting out a positive practice in the world. Um, anyways, with that, uh, what I am doing is for every day, my children, I'm teaching them to give their brothers, I have two boys, for them to give each other a word. Because as of boys and being siblings, yeah, they can get into it, right? Well, if you can start with the day, and even if my oldest tells my youngest, well, you're sneaky, you know, it can still be celebrated. And I've bought a whole bunch of index cards and a cork board. And we're going to write that word on it for each other and explain it to each other every day. And we're going to fill our board each month with positive words that what, um, of what we've seen and what we've noticed about other people. But first within our family and maybe further out there. And what we're going to do is we're going to, uh, each month, take those cards put it into a box and like a shoe box and continue each month. By the end of the year, you will naturally have a beautiful journal of your life. 
every single month, especially when things are hard. And maybe you're at this point where you are unsure of what to do, where to go. There's always a place for you to be able to start. And giving yourself the time, even a minute, to discover three words to give to other people is one of the greatest gifts you can do. So again, I would like to challenge you. What are your three words that you can write down every day for a month? Write them all on a piece of paper. Write them down in a journal. Somewhere where you can actually look at them and remember them. And at the end of February, I challenge you to read them. And even when you were having a hard time, remember those moments. Remember those three words. Because it's not going to just make your life better. It's going to make everyone's life better. Because we are here to not just experience, but to witness others and witness yourself. With that... I hope you all have a wonderful week. We will see you next week. And until then, stay grounded in absolutely you. Thank you for listening to Must Have Coffee. To connect, email us at musthavecoffeewithus at gmail.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram under Must Have Coffee With Us.